Welcome to Day by Day Insights, where we share stories and bring joy via honest and down-to-earth discussions. We are your hosts, Lachelle Marlowe and Fanny Onamusi. Join us as we explore real issues that affect everyday people in short but exciting episodes every Wednesday. Hey, hey, hey. Back again. How are you doing today, Fumi? I'm well, Lachelle. Thank you. I'm super excited about today's topic. So let's see where this takes us, shall we? Yes. And funny enough, you should mention that. It's a topic that's very dear to my heart. Cultivating confidence. And if I'm honest, it's one that I've always struggled with throughout my life, particularly around the notion of imposter syndrome, the feeling that I don't deserve to be where I am. Hmm. The internal battle that one day people will find out I'm a fake, I'm a fraud, and I don't have a valid voice and don't deserve to be there. This battle of perceived and real identities isn't only something you and I may encounter, but people we think that have it all together have to battle with this every day as well. I honestly think that this is why it's super important to have this sort of conversations because we have no idea what people are going through. Absolutely. You know that house, um, you think the grass is always greener and it very well may be, but you don't know how people cultivate and tender their gardens. Or maybe it's fake grass. Oh, (laughs) fake grass, fake grass. (laughs) Well, anyway, I recently listened to a discussion with one of my favorite artists, Florence Welsh from Florence and the Machine. She shared her experience of overcoming challenges, personality personal anxieties, and how she grapples with imposter syndrome, in that she has personal thoughts that people may come along and tell you that this new life or this peaceful life that you created is a lie, and we know who, and we know who you really are. And everything that you've built and worked really hard for could be taken away in a moment. This resonated with me so deeply. Lachelle, you're not alone. According to research published by the Center for Confidence and Wellbeing, they've explored the different aspects which impact on confidence and well-being and its relationship to self-esteem, optimism, and self-efficacy. Well, that's a big fancy wordplay. <laughs> well, simply put, self-efficacy boils down to how someone believes in their own ability to succeed in specific situations or to accomplish a task. This can play a big role in how any of us approach goals, tasks, and challenges. And I'm not, you know, going to go too far with this one, but if I were to think, I'm just reading, thinking about that. If I were to think about a a personal example, I always stumbled um, as a young girl growing up because I felt very uncomfortable with my height. Mm. And with my body shape, I was very skinny or scrawny. And because of that discomfort with myself, that translated into how I carried myself in terms of how Mm. I walked around. And um, it it also translated to when I had to go up to give speeches or to give a talk, I would physically feel myself cowering. So I completely get that in terms of this this, um, thing about the relationship to our self, self-esteem and self-efficacy. You know, I'm really grateful that you shared that story, you know, because when you think about tall, 
uh, uh, slim girls. You always think they have the cream of the crop and all this. And, and I remember when I first met you, you, you had the most amazing legs. And I've always, always, I have a running joke with, with my small human and my dad that he skipped his height. So genetics was unkind to me. So I'm running around all the time talking about, I'm 5'8", I'm 5'8", and everyone's like, you're not 5'8". I was like, I am 5'8". You know, but it's really interesting how we see confidence and how mm. we, you know, perceive other people and how they are walking their experience. Mm. You know, it's really interesting that meaning may be wrapped around how we perceive our own abilities to deliver as well. This can also be linked to how we go about interacting and trusting others, developing our plans or negotiating our future. But where that came from, you know, my family was always, you know, go get it, you can do it and all that stuff. But I never at a fundamental level actually mm. believed that. So I know sometimes that's paralyzed me from taking action and doing things. Mm. A very good point you've made there, Lachelle. But the thing is, confidence is not simply a feeling that things would, will go well but also a judgment on our own and other people's abilities. And this really resonates when I reflect back on examples of times where I don't feel confident. And I mentioned one you know, earlier, and you've mentioned one as well. And uh, the British Social Attitude Survey asked questions about body confidence. Some of their findings are worth noting that 37% of adult women and 26% of men are dissatisfied with their appearance. And for women, this can remain an issue across all life stages. And I can definitely relate with this one. Absolutely. So what that means to me is nearly half of adults think that how you look affects what you can achieve in life. And around one in three believe that your value as a person depends on how you look. That is a crazy statistic. No wonder the notion of body shaming seems to have become so prevalent in recent years, which is a relatively newish term, meaning shaming someone for their body type or even objectifying them based upon how they may look or come across physically. I was looking at, I was on Instagram the other day and I saw this motivational video where Barack Obama was quoted and he said, if you're confident about your own strength, you don't need to show me by putting someone else down. Amen. Show me your strength by lifting others up. And I've heard so many stories and I have a few of my own where people have felt targeted by others simply because of the way they look or perceived as being different, too big, too skinny, too this, too that. Recently, I was blown away by how everyone kept going on about Adele's weight loss. The whys, the hows, the whats. For goodness sake, it's her life and her business. Let her be. Let her and anyone else become what they see as the best version of themselves and respect the journey they've decided to travel to get there. There's an old adage that hurting people hurt other people. And this can play out in all settings, even including the boardroom. Promoting positive body image in people is important because poor body image can be a barrier to being happy and healthy and fulfilling one's ambitions in life. And I know we've been talking about body image, you know, quite a bit, but I think that's because it's like the precursor to all the aspects that affect our confidence. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I have to say, you know, just reflecting on that and, and my own, you know, sense of self-worth and accomplishment, I 
I have to say surrounding myself with positive people um, and being in a position to kind of like, what kind of tools can I use to tell more positive stories about myself and the role in which I want to create. And I have to say, you know, you have to fight up a hill sometimes to push back some of the ne negative self-talk. Um, but with perseverance, um, with having positive things around you, it is definitely doable. But you have to recognize those things you want to do well in your life and, and how you want to come across. Mm -hmm. So new habits and new ways of working can lead us to a more peaceful and productive place. So defining areas that need exploring, identifying them, and maybe applying the best set of tools, sometimes through trial and error, mm -hmm. I should add, That's true. is important for us to find the path that helps us to navigate the new process of changing behaviors, mindsets, beliefs, and behaving differently. I was watching a TED talk recently on, on the issue of mental strength and mental confidence. And um, the lady that was doing the talk talked about how we have to train to be good at anything. And mm. I think it, they say we need 10,000 hours of doing a particular thing to become skilled at it. In the same way, building our confidence, either image confidence or self-confidence or mental confidence actually takes training and trial and error and we have to just keep trying and um make sure we're not ready to give up and you know even when we fail you know that's a really insightful point um and even how we perceive failure mm -hmm. and how we maybe sometimes will run away from it but if you think about you know a life that's lived well how can you know what well looks like if true. you haven't tried different things, that if you true, haven't true. stumbled along the way? Yeah. I think of, you know, organizations like 3M where they totally flip the notion of failure and success on their head and, you know, just really harness and cultivate a, a culture of learning things, testing them out and trying them out. So even, you know, as ourselves as individuals, let's learn to fail for it. Let's learn from those things, not even call them mistakes, yeah. you know, call them, you know, a part of building, building blocks for, you know, having a meaningful life. Hmm. Success is, is completely, you know, subjective in many respects, but how can we learn to live well by embracing all facets of our lives and our experiences? Yeah. I heard a really sweet quote recently. When you lead from a place of love, that's all that matters. Self-efficacy and belief in and trusting oneself and others. I believe this is a great place to start, from a place of love and self-acceptance. Using a template from my own experiences, I have taken steps to first identify any areas of limiting self-beliefs or areas in life that may cause a distorted view of ourselves, which can cause stumbling blocks along the way. And this may stem from external factors that impact our view of ourselves and others. And I think at this point, it's probably useful for us to give a health warning that we're not calling for lack of self-introspection or lack of self-development. Um, I mean, one of the key things that we've both experienced in life is um, personal development and continuing to improve and better ourselves. So we're not at all saying that have so much um, confidence that you refuse to evolve and be mm, better. That's true. Um, so that, that's not at all what we're trying to say. We're talking about beliefs that limit our ability to be productive. Mm. Um, so that's not at all saying that if you're a terrible writer, 
you shouldn't try to improve your handwriting, for example, or, you know, if someone like me who can't sing, um, I should have that much confidence and say, I'm going to sign up for Britain's Got Talent. <laughs> well, actually, you just never know who might get to the finish line. <laughs> True. Yeah. People might just vote me in out of, you know, this is a joke kind of thing. <laughs> But, but yeah, so I just thought it was really important yeah. to, to say that. Good and point. also, you know, also covering the fact that people, lots of people believe in a higher power and have faith. So this again is not saying belief in oneself to the exclusion of all else. Mm, so that, mm. that's not at all saying that. Um, so I think I just thought it was important to, to, um, you know, mention that, but if we think about, you know, that limiting view of ourselves, and knowing that we cannot control what's going on around us, we can sometimes mitigate this by surrounding ourselves with positive people and reinforcing ourselves with healthier images of ourselves and others. And I know that you've certainly done that for me, you know, in the years that we've known each other, you've been like a great cheerleader, Aww. always supporting me, always sort of singing from the back, from the bleachers. I got you, babe. <laughs> Thank you, honey. <laughs> so, and I kind of feel that um, that has really, really helped me, um, you know, reinforce myself knowing that I've got people who've sort of got my back. Absolutely. And, you know, I think about the fact that I stepped out of my discomfort in terms of sharing, putting my face out there. Mm. Um, I don't have any problem, I think, speaking in public or oh. audiences. But Guys, she is so downplaying that. <laughs> I'm telling you, she makes the term rock the mic take on a whole new uh -huh. meaning. She is one of the best public speakers that I've ever had the pleasure of, of learning and watching in action. Mm -hmm. Now Thank she's you. getting ready to get me under the table. <laughs> but it, it's true. It's true. That is very sweet of you, Lachelle. Pay her no mind. <laughs> but, um, I mean, you've just seen her do exactly what I was talking about just now. It's just that thing and i'm here we're talking into a microphone and i'm blushing because you know she she has so much praise and so much support and i remember when i decided to to launch my youtube channel um it was a big leap for me because mm. it meant i was putting my face out there which is different from going and speaking at conferences and speaking on business mm. and stuff that I know I'm really good at. Mm -hmm. But to just talk on life, you know, general stuff, I felt like people are going to say, you know, what right do you have to talk about this? Or people will read meaning into what you're saying. And so I really doubted myself mm. on that one. But I remember launching the video, Lachelle was probably the first person on there with comments and stuff. And I just felt this glow of support. Mm. And that's how you really know when you've surrounded yourself with positive people. So Absolutely. yeah, surround yourself with positive people. I kind of like, I let myself get carried away there no, you for didn't. a second. Um, <laughs> I think another positive step, and I'm just sharing my examples. Absolutely. Another positive step might be to unplug sometimes mm. to quiet some of the noise of the negative messaging around you that may drive up your anxiety levels and fit into some of the self-limiting beliefs. And, and actually, on that point, I remember um, right at the start of the lockdown, I was just, I had this real sense of anxiety, as probably many people can relate to. 
and it was just so overwhelming and I kept watching the news and I kept engaging. I wanted to be informed to feel like I had taken some of my power back because mm -hmm. I felt very powerless. And I just stumbled onto this really quick research in about two months time, the, the words, I won't even give it any airplay. You know what we're going through. It was said over three billion times. I can't wow. for the life of me remember where I saw that. And in that moment, I said, I'm just gonna unplug mm -hmm. because this is not, there's a, a sense of yes, duty and, and being informed, but there was just so much chaos and so many assumptions being made. I think it was feeding a sense of fear. So mm -hmm. I really did have to unplug. And, and within the next day or so, I calmed myself down and I was able to kind of see the, 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 you know, the clearing through the trees. No. Well, we should say when everyone is unplugging from everything else, please keep your day by day inside podcast on. Absolutely. Set up, set about what tools um, will be needed to help form new habits um, as you're going about looking at ways to develop your confidence which can help help you bridge the gap to creating stronger positive self-images. Belief that you can do anything you set your mind to do, so long as you're willing to put in the work to achieve goals, be it small, medium, or large. And I love the fact that you said put, on, put in the work mm. because some people might listen to what you said and just run off thinking, yeah, I can be anything I wanna be, whether I have the skills, the competency, or not and that's mm. not what we're saying yeah. you're saying as long as you're willing to put in the work to achieve the goals and i think the last point i want to share is practice 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 so embedding this new approaches as it takes time to form new habits and mm. i think i mentioned earlier that you know it's been said that it takes ten thousand hours yes. of practice to become skilled at any given thing so even the concept of uh, of navigating limiting self-beliefs about yourself takes practice yeah, you're not just going to listen to us on this podcast for example and then walk away thinking boom i have self-confidence oh yes <laughs> and well, some people may do some people may may do and if you're one of those people please let us know in Absolutely. the comments <laughs> but but i think that um you 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 need time to let yourself believe that mm -hmm. we've said you know surround yourself with positive reinforcement and positive messaging um we've said l try to unplug sometimes mm -hmm. um but you can also you know make an effort to to take on new activities dancing you know martial arts yoga and i say yoga and i'm looking at you lachelle because that's not my thing but over to you oh yes i've been thinking about this quite a bit and you know yoga is right up my alley i love it it's my new place to become grounded. I have to admit it. Um, still, it's still pretty comical to try to get in some of the asanas, which are the positionings, but gotta keep going and trying. And lots of people will have different ways of, of um, ensuring that uh, and, and following through. So for me, I have moments where I, I read, I, I meditate, you know, I pray. And I think, Michelle, you've been doing quite a lot in the area of meditation of, of late. So do you yes. want to share a bit more about that? Well, yes. So I'm, I'm a baby yoga and a baby meditation person. So by no means am I, a, a, you know, an exceptional or an expert yogi. Um, but for me, I suffered a lot from anxiety and I just needed to re reposition my mind state 
and I needed to get in contact and fall back in love with who Lachelle is. Um, and for me, it's just helping me go. And I don't, I'm a big advocate. You don't preach to other people a walk that you're not taking for yourself. Um, so I would like to, if it's okay, um, would like to spend a few short moments of this broadcast as we, you know, close it out to show, um, give us some space to show ourselves a bit of love and gratitude. Hopefully we can take a minute to get a bit comfortable in a seated position. So if you're driving down the motorway, I would say probably come back to this bit. Um, and if um, we just take an adaptation from one of the most amazing uh, meditation practitioners that I've always been fond of, Sheila Raymond from Mindful Moments. Um, and we've just uh, adapted it just ever so slightly to develop some positive internal dialogue. So as you go through your day, there is a conscious dialogue that goes on within oneself that can be influenced by external competing forces. These can be influenced by planning for things to come or reflecting on the past. These can be compounded by self-imposed and external expectations, unresolved tensions or unmet desires that we impose on ourselves or that come from others sometimes unconsciously and consciously press the repeat button of negative self-limiting beliefs or engage negative self-talk. Our unconscious mind absorbs both negative and positive self-talk. These thoughts act as affirmations and the more we listen to them, the more we succumb to these images of ourselves and the more we believe them. This chatter that goes on in our minds comes with energy. And the longer we listen to them, the longer we will struggle to see ourselves in the fullness of our potential. And also we may send out this energy into the world and affect those we love and within our sphere of influence. Each time we say these negative things that we tell ourselves or that are told to us, we begin to believe them. We send out that negative energy and that negative energy comes back to us. These thoughts take root in our lives and the choices we make and how we may relate to others and back to ourselves. Each thought has ripple effects on our lives, making ripples like a stone bouncing off of the water. Knowing this gives us the ability to retrain ourselves in positive ways by retraining our minds with positive thoughts declaring positive affirmations to ourselves, changing our limiting self-beliefs. Thank you so much for sharing that, Lachelle. And I think that, that if you've listened to that, you might want to just rewind that a few yeah. times. Um, and I think um, you also have um, actually a practice that one can go through in terms yes. of the physical position you want to sit in and so on and so forth. I will put that up in the text for people who want Absolutely. to see that. Um, and obviously, this may look different for, for you depending on what you prefer. So if you want to practice this, if you want to read a book, if you want to listen to, I listen to worship music or Christian music, and I just listen to that over and over again, you might want to read a book, you might Absolutely. want to take a walk. Absolutely. It's just being in tune with yourself and trying to love yourself 
as the person that has been created on this planet earth and that's why we've titled this cultivating confidence because we know it's a journey and we hope that we'll on this podcast be back again and again exploring this different aspects of this particular topic oh i have really enjoyed this i have too i have michelle i have yes so you know what We're, we're really really grateful um for anyone who chooses to you know come along and spend some of your very precious time with us going on this journey of self-discovery and we hope that you've received some value out of this and if you've had please subscribe please comment and like and share and tell your friends because we want as many people a part of the conversation as possible so thank you so much for being with us today and we look forward to um you know, the second episode, which will be all about finding your passion. Yes. Yay. (laughs) So take care until next time. Bye. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to subscribe, review, and share.